It's Metal Shop here with Metal Church. It is an honor to have a couple dudes from Metal Church. They're going to be playing at the Tracyton Movie House, actually the Redwood Theater at the Tracyton Movie House in Bremerton, September 30th, alongside Sin Circus, alongside Greyhawk, an awesome Northwest showcase. We have Rick Van Sant and Steve Unger from Metal Church. What's going on, guys? Hey, hey, hey. Good to see you. Good to and be we, here, man. Thanks for having us. We also have Devin from Sin Circus. Uh, How's it going, everybody? Going good, man. So you guys are all going to be playing together on the 30th. Uh, and, and from what I understand, this is the really the, the only Metal Church Seattle or Washington State show in 2023. Is that right? Uh, it's, yeah. Yep, so far. Well, there won't be another show in 2023 around here, maybe yeah. 2024. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting down there to the end now. So a lot has happened since we've talked to you last. Um, and I think the last time I may have seen Metal Church... If I'm not mistaken, was freaking Amon Amarth and huh? Suicidal yep. and Megadeth. Megadeth tour, yep. That was yeah. epic tour to go on, right? That was a that was a great tour. Yeah, uh, you know, being alongside all those bands. You yeah, know? I mean, we loved them all, and you know, there's always uh, there's always been the. Uh, Everybody says, you know, you got a Dave Mustaine. You go, I can't believe it. You're going to go on tour with him. He's he's really tough, and you know. So yeah. I'm all like, oh man. The first night of the tour, he came in with an arm full of booze, and he's like, all right, who's the drinker of the band? Nice. And everybody points at me, so he comes over and he puts down like five bottles of different whiskeys, and he goes, all right, this is for you, man. Welcome to the tour. We're glad to have you. That's awesome. And he was awesome. Yeah, yeah. The whole band was awesome to us. The whole the whole tour. That's cool, man. Yeah. Breaking the reputation, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Amara Moth was great too. I mean, oh yeah, that's awesome. Great, great, great to hang out with. Drinking awesome. out of their meat, drinking yeah, yeah. their meat out of their uh, Johan, their right? horn. Yeah, Johan. Johan, that guy's a character. That's awesome. <laughs> they, they had their own beer, their own uh, brand of beer. And oh, that's cool. It, it was it was really delicious. It was good stuff. Nice, awesome. Well, um, okay, so. In 2020, um, Mike Howe, the f former vocalist of, of, of Metal Church, the vocalist at that show, he passed away. Uh, and, and that's something I, I wanted to obviously mention. And, and RIP to Mike Howe, uh, iconic voice of, of Metal Church for many years and, and just what an awesome uh, presence. Uh, and, and so just to get things started here, um, you know, when I say his name, what, what comes to mind? What's a good story you guys have of Mike? Um, that you'd like to share? Oh, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, when Mike, when we first rehearsed with Mike Howe, yeah. okay, I, I'd been in the band for a while with uh, Ronnie Monroe as the vocals. Yeah. And uh, and we went into Badlands, and it's like, that's the guy. You know, it's like, you know, that's what's been missing. There's that voice right yeah. there. And, um, you know, he was just a pleasure to tour with. I mean, he was always, you know, up and and yeah. just the you know the life of the bus, and uh, yeah, he was he was my walking buddy. You know, he doesn't yeah. want to go out and parade around, and uh, yeah, you know, yeah, it's really a tragic loss. Your walking buddy, and how about you, Steve? <laughs> uh, well, you know, Mike was awesome to have on tour. Uh, he was. Yeah, it's crazy how it ended with him, but uh, you know, none of us would have expected that because he was like the most chillax yeah. and zen dude that I think I've ever met in my yeah. life. Even when the world's falling around, you know, mm -hmm. everything's falling down at one time, he would just be like, all right, guys, we just got to relax and work it out. You know? Yeah, I remember watching <laughs> interviews with him. He seemed really like that. Yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah. that's yeah. how you've seen him. That's exactly how he was. And, uh, you know, it was just 
such a shock. I mean, when I yeah. got the phone call that, you know, that it happened, uh, I, I was just, something's got to be wrong here. This, yeah. It can't be the same guy. I mean, something, it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But, you know, obviously it uh, it was him, so. I guess it's proof that you never know. So That's it, true, you know, man. Uh, mental health and, and everything, you know, let's help each other out and, and let each other know that we're there for each other and whatnot here and, and Especially during the pandemic, you know, crazy times and everything. So, Mm -hmm. Um, but you guys, you know, on an uplifting note, you guys have a new awesome vocalist, uh, Mark Lopez. Is that it's, it's, it's actually pronounced Lopes, but we're going to go with Lopes. Lopes. We're okay, go with Lopes my bad. Sorry, guys. I, I'm happy, probably happy the 17th person to do no, that. It's, it's, it's great because everybody, everybody says, we've got Mark Lopez on the vocals now. And he just sits there and he's like, dang it. Mark and Lopes. Okay. Lopes, yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. I should have done my YouTube yeah. tutorial there. No, no, that's not right. Actually, we're, we're the only ones that get to call him that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mark Lopez. Okay. Uh, so, you know, you guys put out a new record, Congregation of Annihilation. It's available now. It kicks ass. Been playing it a bunch on Metal Shop. And, um, you know, tell me a little bit about, and we, we talked about this off mic, but, you know, let's get it on the, on the um, you know, on the record. So how did you guys meet Mark and, and how did he fit into the band? And did you have to do a tryout or did you guys just know he was the one? Okay, well, uh, let's see. So our drummer, Seth Howland, has, he kind of grew up with, with uh, Mark in the Boston area. Awesome. And uh, so they'd known each other a long time. Uh, Metal Church was on a festival in Europe sometime. It must have been, geez, I mean, it was obviously before the pandemic, so mm-hmm. four or five years ago anyway. And we were out there just watching him, and I was like, man, this guy's an animal on stage, you know. And he's just so commanding on the stage and everything. And I was like, man, he, he he's really good. And, you know, when the thing happened with Mike, you know, we had to had to give some time for the dust to settle. I mean, we couldn't just be like, hey, man, we got to find a new singer right now. Yeah. Because, I mean, we, at the time, we didn't even know if the band was going to go on. kind of had to, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the dust had Take to settle, and, you know, we had to decide how we're going to handle this. And, you know, we, we talked. We make phone calls back and forth to yeah. each other. You know, none of us. Rick and I are the only ones who live here in the Seattle area. Yep. So, you know, we talked to each other, uh, you know, via phone, internet, uh, you know, email, whatever. And it's like we, we just couldn't let the band end that way. Mm-hmm. No. It couldn't end on that note. So uh, we went on this expedition to find a singer. And Kurt Vanderhoof wanted to bring in uh, some unnamed person and, you know, introduce somebody new to the scene and uh i had already had called and talked with uh mark and just asked him you know what do you think about this would you be interested do you want me to even bring up your name yeah and he was like dude i'm already in (laughs) you know yeah let let it happen yeah and so uh kurt had a uh, a younger kid picked out and uh i I heard the tracks and and he seems good he was really good he he could have he could have pulled off musically he could have pulled off the the stuff no problem, uh, but I kind of thought that you know we needed somebody that has uh, you know some experience on the stage somebody sure. that's going to step in because Mike House shoes are huge shoes to fill you can't just. Yeah. Put a greenhorn in there, and it doesn't matter how good he sings. He's got a he's have got the a presence, right. he's the energy, have the presence, you know, the energy. He's got to command the stage and front the band. Yeah, and uh, I so you know, Kurt's like, well, I got this guy, and I was like, well, that's that's cool, and he sounds great, but check this out. <laughs> and I told him that I'd talked to uh, to Mark already, and uh, 
He's like, really? He's interested in doing it? So I just put the two of those guys together, and then uh, Kurt started sending him some of the uh, scratch tracks of what we were doing for the new album, and he threw some ideas down on it. And, uh, man, it just kind of took a life of its own. Next thing I know, you know, he, he's he's the guy we settled on. And so now we've been, uh, you know, the album's been out now for, what, six months now? Well, we were kind of late getting it out. <clears throat> and uh, it was actually written already. Kurt and Mike were going through the process of writing it. Yeah. But uh, with Mark, his voice was so unique and different from Mike that it required some rewriting. Mm. And so, yeah, Kurt went to work and... And he's he's fantastic at it. He can he can write a record in a month, you know, a song a day. Yeah. And uh, you know, with Mark, his voice being so intense and yeah. and uh, and just really aggressive. Yeah, we we had to step up the game in order to match his talent. Yeah, because Mark's much more of an aggressive singer than sure. Mike Howe was. Yeah, even Ronnie Monroe. Uh, I would say even David Wayne, you know, he's he's probably the heaviest singer that the band's had. That's cool. And it's kind of it's kind of made us have to become a heavier band to suit his vocals. Sure. And uh, you know, there was absolutely nothing wrong with that. You know? We pushed you guys to the extreme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. No, it did. Mm-hmm. It did. And uh, well, here we are. Now the album's been out, and we're yeah. This is we're about ready to head out on the what fourth leg of the U.S. That's right. awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Nice. Yeah, well, and you guys just played Europe. You guys just played a few shows in Europe, a few yeah, festivals. Uh, Is that right? The Festival and the Alcatraz Festival. Yeah, so that's it was awesome. Belgium and uh, Denmark, Denmark, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Cool so, summer. It's always great to go over yeah. to Europe and play the festivals. Oh, man. I mean, you know, you're over there playing with all these other great bands. Yeah. You know, and uh, you just you just you slipped into the mix and you're just playing in between two of the favorite bands you grew up listening to, and you know, you're like right snap dag in the middle of them, you know. And the flyer just <laughs> looks like your like high school notebook, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, let's yeah, go. Exactly. That's amazing. Uh, again, the show is going down September 30th at the Redwood Theater. That's a Saturday, so you have no excuse not to go. And it is Metal Church. It's Sin Circus and it's Greyhawk, three heavy hitters in in Northwest metal and rock and roll. Uh, and um, let's go into one of the songs, man. Let's go into uh, Pick a God and Pray. Let's do All it. Right. So uh, anyone want to say anything about this song? Pick it's a God. fun to play. It's fun to play. It's, it's one that we're play. doing live. Uh, buckle your seatbelt. Here we go, man. Let's go. Let's it, rock and roll. It's Pick a God and Pray by the Mighty Metal Church here on Metal Shop. It's so fitting. It's Pick a God and Pray here. Let's go.
It's Metal Shop here on The Rock, and we are talking to Metal Church, as well as Devin from Sin Circus, who is Steve Unger's son, yeah. who was going to be playing. My firstborn right there. That's um, <laughs> that's awesome. You're going to be playing with your dad. I mean, how many times have you played with met, with Metal Church? It's probably been a lot, right? Well, we did we did a few different um, runs with them. Uh, we kind of doubled as the road crew for a couple, okay. a couple runs, and that's that's what helped us get a spot on the stage in front of them. That's and, cool. Uh, so, Got to earn your stripes. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was great. I mean, it was it was the, it was the you know the biggest show since Circus has has really played at least you know one after the other. Yeah. So I really look forward to this one too because I mean I know Melcher stuff is really good now and it's going to be really fun to be able to share the stage with them again and you know the fact that the bass player is my dad's also pretty cool too. It's kind of been a thing that I've always had in my life, you know, yeah. in, you know, being a part of the music industry and like being five years old and seeing my dad up on stage in oh, front of- It's gotta be so cool. So many people, I was like, oh my God, dude, that's what I want to do right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I really love the fact that I get to do things like come on here and uh, say my piece about Sin Circus and, uh, um, you know, how grateful I am to be able to do it. It's been a while since we've had you up to KISW for Sin Circus. What have you guys been up to, man? And and what's next on the on the radar aside from the September 30th show? Okay, so yeah, we uh, we were re- in the studio and we were recording a whole new album. We were been kind of soft releasing the songs, you know, one after the other online. Yeah, um, doing things that way, trying to figure out the best approach for, for you know our level right now. Sure. And um, so now now that we're kind of back to scheduling scheduling some more shows, especially you know worthwhile ones like this one. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna start open up the books and uh, really hitting the live stuff hard because all the songs are recorded they're all mixed and mastered and uh so you know we can do the videos and release them as we're doing the shows yeah which is one of the reasons why i actually wanted to play the song that we were going to play for censors tonight was because it was it was one that has not been released online yet so it'd be kind of kind of a cool thing to release it you know Absolutely. Here on Chaos. Yeah, man. Let's so we're going to go into that in a minute. Um, But before we do, you know, like being, you know, that kid who who your dad was in freaking metal church. Were you always a rocker? Did you always get it? Or did it take you a little while? (laughs) Were you a pop kid? Dude, I was I had like. I was in kindergarten and had long hair. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> and then, nice. and then, and then my aunt, she's she's no longer with us. But when I was in kindergarten, she she had like a limo company, and so I'd oh, like cool. just because of convenience, she'd like drop me off to school sometimes, and the only thing that she'd have available was the limo. So I'd like, wow. I'd like a kiss shirt, with okay. like boots on, and like long hair, and like people would look at me like I was a weirdo because they just didn't understand <laughs> what was happening in Puyallup, right? Straight up rock star <laughs> walking out. Yeah, but like to be able limo. to be able to grow up uh, with. You know, somebody in the industry like that. I was also able to meet a lot of cool people. Yeah. You know, I got to hang out with, you know, like Paul Stanley from Kiss when I was like five years old. No big deal. No big deal. Wow. I wish I would remember it more. I was really young at the time. Yeah. Looking back, I'm like, dang, I wish I remembered more of that. But I know it happened and it was cool. And, you know, among others, you know, we got to do things when Sin Circus was first starting out, you know, play Mm -hmm. Vince Neil's after party and stuff like that for because of friends. That goes what, till 6 a.m., 7 (laughs) a.m.? It was a pretty fun show. It went pretty late last pretty late that night yeah um, but you know i always i always grew up on on the older stuff and then cool. as i started playing guitar and getting halfway decent at it at least yeah. um you know got into the newer stuff the newer bands and things like that so it's a love i've always had for sure ever since i even started playing music all right well let's go into the one of the songs right so we're, we're gonna go into sin circus and this is a, a song that's never 
been played and never been heard outside of the Sin Circus family. Is yep. that right? Yep. And I and, and I actually uh, do the lead vocals for this song too. There's only a few songs on the album that I do the lead vocals on, and uh, this is one of the two. So. It'll be fun. Well, let's go. It's Sin Circus, The Disease. You can catch them opening direct support from Metal Church and Greyhawk. It's going to be an awesome show September 30th at the Redwood Theater at Tracyton Movie House. Tickets are going fast. It'll probably, you know, it will sell out. So I guarantee you need to get your ass over there. September 30th, take the ferry if you're in here in Seattle like me, or just, you know, drive across the Tacoma Narrows Bridge. Get yourself to the Redwood Theater September 30th. Right now, we're going to play Sin Circus. It's The Disease. Horns up.
You just heard Sin Circus, The Disease, a brand new premiere here on Metal Shop, and uh, they're going to be playing alongside Metal Church, alongside Greyhawk. But Metal Church is the name that we all know here on Metal Shop is just this iconic metal band from this Northwest area. You guys are, you know, right now, the two members that are that are holding strong to the Northwest. And, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, being that this is a Northwest uh, show, you know, for over 40 years of Metal Shop on KISW, when you think of, you know, Northwest rock or metal, what are your favorite bands, you know, hmm. whether it be a legendary band or a band that, you know, people well, might I, not remember? Obviously, for me, uh, you know, just personally, uh, the new bands that are coming up, Sin Circus is my yeah. favorite band. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, coming up through the 80s and 90s, uh, I, you know, uh, like Alice in Chains. Yeah. You know, you know, I was a kid and we were re rehearsing in the same uh, building that Alice in Chains did. And, you know, they would come in and before they were Alice in Chains, I think they were called Phoenix and then Diamond Lie. Okay. So that was in, in, in right. that time era. Yeah. And, you know, it's when Jerry Cantrell wore spandex and yeah. had hair out to here, you know. And uh, we, we would do shows with them. Uh, awesome. Places like oh, the Tacoma Event Center and yeah. such like that. So what band uh, was this that you were doing? Uh, my band would have been called uh, Crystal Tear or Tears. Okay. Or one, one of those bands, yeah. Okay. You know, I, I was just in high school. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, it's kind of crazy because this is how I – that show – is kind of how I became a bass player. That's cool. Yeah, because I was a rhythm guitar player for the band, and then one day our bass player walked into the room and our lead guitar player got up and punched him in the nose. And I was like, <laughs> what's happening? And he's like, oh, that guy's been sleeping with my girl for like the last three months. And so I was like, Classic. Well, hit him again. <laughs> <laughs> so this was like two days before that show that we were going to do with, yeah. uh, with well, I think they were called... Diamond Lie Diamond at that Lie. time. Okay. And uh, so, you know, at that time, I was just a kid, man. I was like, dude, we got to do this show. Mm -hmm. And so uh, this management company that was working with us, they're like, well, Steve, looks like you're playing bass. There we and, go. You know, and I'm like, I don't have a bass. I don't have a bass amp, and I've never played the bass. And they're like, well, by the end of the day, we're going to have you a bass amp and a bass guitar, and you got two days to learn how to play it. Nice. And so I ran out there, and we did that show. Hey. And Forged in fire, I, dude. Man, I stepped out there and like the whole building shook as soon as I started playing. And I was like, man, 
my guitar didn't do this. Yeah. <laughs> that rumble. So, yeah. You that know, that's, bass, that's yeah. I, I fell in love with playing the bass that night, that's and cool. I've been playing it ever since. Nice. So you'd say Alice in Chains, one of your favorites? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, God, we've played a bunch of festivals with those guys, you that's know. Awesome. Uh, you know, I won't say recently, but, you know, in the past, uh, well, I mean, pre-pandemic, we did, uh, yeah. I think it was, oh, what was it? Uh, I can't even remember what festival it was, yeah. but. It's it's always great to go out and you know we play and then we get to go out and walk around the festival yeah. grounds. We get to watch other bands, you know, absolutely, and, and be uh, amongst the flock yeah, of metalheads. Exactly, you know. Yeah. And uh, sometimes you blend in, and sometimes people recognize you. Yeah. But you know, it's just great to blend in and sit there and remember what it's like to be a fan. Absolutely, and then to look up on the stage and see a guy that you know you grew up with and you used to practice with so and all cool. that kind of stuff. You know, up there just kicking butt and, yeah. and doing their thing. And I mean, all you can you just feel proud that you know you were part of the scene. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, it's it, it's great to see bands like that, you know, that came right out of this area. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And how about you, Rick? Okay, so as a kid, I was a big uh, Hendrix yes, fan. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, and so kudos to Randy Hansen, who was just uh, taking that. And, I mean, I remember playing a gig. It was at Astor Park, which mm -hmm. is, isn't there anymore. It used to be the Trojan Horse. And they had this, oh, I'd say 40-foot diameter circle dance floor. And it was sunk down. You had to walk down three or four steps to get yeah. to it. And there was a, a railing that went around the whole thing. And there was steps that go down. So there's breaks in the railing, right? Randy Hansen's in the middle of a solo, and he jumps up on the railing, and he walks it like a tightrope wow. while, while he's soloing. And yeah. he's, he's not looking down. He's looking at the crowd. And he walked all the way around. Wow. And, and when he comes to the break where the staircase is, he just jumps over to the other side, keeps going. Crazy. And I, if I was to try to do something like that, I would break my neck. I would yeah. fall for yeah. sure. I mean, if I was to try to play the guitar with my teeth, I'd break my feelings. I, I'd <laughs> I'd bonk my head. There's just no way I can do that kind of thing. That's that's not the kind of guitar player I am, but I really, really like that. Yeah, so. man. Yeah, but you got cooler hair, so. Yeah, that's <laughs> there, there you go. There you and go. Then, and, then, and then I took a break for a while uh, and, you know, had to concentrate on work. Yeah. And got picked up by Metal Church. And, and that's when I found out about Nevermore. Yes. And mm -hmm. it's like. Oh R.I.P. World Dane. And, uh, yeah, I thought this godless endeavor was an absolute masterpiece and you know just it don't get better than that so talk about yeah. guitar god Loomis, yeah, yeah. dude wow yeah yeah no, he's, he's uh with our arch, arch enemy, enemy yeah. Yeah. yeah we just arch we enough. just played with those guys oh at, there you go at, at the jailbreak festival <laughs> yeah i walked in i'm like what's up dude he's like hey man <laughs> that's awesome man that's awesome dude, yeah. northwest dudes out over in europe man mm -hmm. where where was jailbreak festival that in was Denmark. in Denmark. Denmark. It was in a really cool, like, uh, old and World War II prison or something. Wow. Yeah, it was like, actually in a, a jail. It was it was pretty cool. Damn. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, I think that was the second year that festival's been in existence. So cool. It's, I hope it catches on because yeah. that, that was cool. So far, you know, and, and it doesn't have to be one that you guys have put into your, you know, set list or anything, but just your personal favorite on the new album. Uh, and, and, and Steve, we can start with you. What's your favorite? Oh, man. That's, that's that's really pick a tough your baby. One. Pick your favorite kid. That, you know? that, yeah, I know exactly, right? Yeah. Uh, what's the other one that you were suggesting? Uh, oh, when we play, eat the muffin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, it's, it's it, just... it sounds like we're singing "Eat the Muffin," but we're not. We're actually singing. What are we singing? <laughs> Me the nothing. Me the nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably one of my favorites because it's just kind of like this. It's it's like a big festival anthem type song. 
and uh, it, I just, it just kind of resonates with me. Nice. Uh, but the, there's not really a song that I dislike on the album. That's I mean, a good there, problem to have. Yeah, it is a good problem to have. And you know, when we were when we were choosing what songs we're going to add to the set list. Uh, it was it was really difficult because yeah. you know it's like you know yeah. like you said picking your favorite kid your house is on fire you can only save two of them you know what are you gonna yep. do? <laughs> yeah. I, I think my favorite sin has got a really good chorus that that could be a hit. Um, you know, there's another judgment day. Uh, there's a congregation of annihilation yeah. the title track. You know, we're probably gonna have to add some of these to the set. But uh, yeah, yeah. Sooner or later, we, we're going to put new stuff in. Uh, but you know, unfortunately, you know, we have a sixty-minute or ninety-minute yeah. show, and there's only so much stuff that you can put into that amount of time, and you still have to connect with the crowd. Mm-hmm. So I mean, every time we put a new one in, that means one of the old classics that everybody knows and loves has to go. Yeah, you know. Uh, otherwise, we got to pick and choose, and you know, rotate the newer songs in, and you know, not do the same set every night. Yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, it's a good problem to have when the band's got so many good songs, you don't know yeah. what, what to pull out, you know? It would be, and I'll just say, like, you guys have uh, a storied history as a band, a lot of albums. It would be easy to get up there and play the hits and just kind of, you know, rest on your laurels. But you continue to churn out new albums and new music and push yourselves to the extreme. Your new vocalist makes you guys go a little heavier. Right. What inspires you guys to keep you know, working on new music and keep pushing yourselves. Well, I, I think that, you know, I mean, when, when you're a musician, it's inside you and you just, you, you have to have a release. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of bands that do. They put one or two, three albums out and then they tour on those things for the rest of their lives. Yeah. I mean, there's bands in the mm-hmm. 80s that are still still out touring on the, yep. on the albums they put out in the 80s, you know, and that was a long time ago. Uh, you all know I, who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, you know, I don't even need to name names, but yeah. uh, and there's nothing wrong with them. I go see them when they come to town. Yeah. I'm, probably, I'm probably friends with most Good of those songs, guys, you right? know. <laughs> and yeah, they're, no, they're 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 great. They're legendary. They're timeless. Uh, but I, I personally, for me, I think that without doing new, fresh stuff, you, I start, I personally start feeling old. Yeah. You know, and it's just like the repetition of it. It's like, oh, man, I got to do this again. Played this song 10,000 times, you know. Uh, and and it, it just adds excitement to yeah. what, we've already, what we're already doing. It just takes it and just adds an extra element to it for us. And it's a whole other release that we get to do, you know. Absolutely. And, and to, see, hey. to see fans actually loving it and eating it up like yeah. this last album, it's, it's, you can't even explain the feeling that you get from that. That's awesome. Yeah, and the last thing you want is for Steve to start feeling old. No. It just brings the whole band down. He starts turning up. I can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to turn up anyway. But. <laughs> so, you know, before we go, and, and, and again, you guys are going to be playing September 30th at the Redwood Theater uh, at the Tracyton Movie House that's in Bremerton alongside uh, Sin Circus, alongside Greyhawk. Tickets are available now. Uh, but before we go, what musician or band made you fall in love with music as a kid you know what was your first thing that oh, was God. it'd be my my dad awesome uh, he was uh, like a concert pianist slash wow. rocket scientist and uh my first memory was crawl- wait seriously? seriously slash rocket scientist well, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. okay so <laughs> yeah, he uh he would play the piano we had a hardwood floor and i remember crawling over to the piano and lying under the piano on the hardwood floor wow. so that I could, it was like standing in front of a Marshall stack yeah. or something. 
That's yeah. really special. Oh yeah, yeah, and and you knew it was coming because he'd yeah. have these like quiet little intros. That's so and cool. It's like oh gosh, here it comes. Yeah, you know, I'd crawl over there. Do you listen to a lot of classical music? Uh, it's it's in my blood. Yeah. But, uh, no, no, I'm afraid. You know, I don't listen to a whole lot of music now. Okay. Unless, unless I have to play. Fair enough. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, you know, yeah, you have to practice every once in a while. Yeah. You have to remember Steve's parts too. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, show me that part real quick, would you? <laughs> but your dad is what what brought you into yeah, the world yeah, of music. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. And Steve, how about you, man? First musician or band or anything that you know made you fall in love with music? I grew up in a house where my parents listened to Elvis. Okay, and, I saw uh, your belt buckle. Yeah, man. Well, I've been an Elvis fan since I was a kid, and yeah. that was actually my first concert. I got to wow. see him in 1975 right here in Seattle Center Coliseum. Cool. And I was like a six year old kid standing out there like. This is Whoa. the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and so uh, I, I, I was Elvis, 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 Elvis growing up, and then I discovered Kiss. Yeah, and there then I go. opened up Kiss Alive too. I was like, oh my god, that's what I'm doing right there. <laughs> yeah, I gotta have fire. I need blood. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta grow out my hair. <laughs> Give me the makeup. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't need the makeup. But, yeah, uh, but... maybe I do now. But <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. Some classical and some kiss. Mix them together. We got Metal Church. Let's go. <laughs> Again, Metal Church going to be playing September 30th at the Redwood Theater, uh, the Tracyton Movie House. Uh, and and thank you, Devin, from Sin Circus for debuting a, a nude Sin Circus song. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate Ab- it. Absolutely, man. So um, any final words before we go? Uh, you know, anything? Uh, speak your piece before we... Uh, before we head out here and uh, and get ready for this show, uh, I just say, hey man, we're Metal Church. We're out stomping the world right now. Yes, uh, would love to have you come out and see us at the uh, Trace in the Movie House Redwood Theater gig. It's our hometown show. It's the only show that's going to happen this year here in the Northwest. So uh, love to see everybody out there and uh, you know fist in the air and. We're going to come out, and we always do. There's one thing that I should probably say. At the end of the show, about 10 minutes after the show is over, we, we hang out, and we come out, and we do a meet and greet. Cool. We don't charge anybody for the meet and greet. Yeah. We think that we owe it to the people. You That's know, awesome. It's yeah. like without, without you people coming to the shows, without you people buying our albums, uh, you know, without you people wearing our shirts and, you know, things like that, mm-hmm. uh, we'd be, you know, probably digging ditches. <laughs> so <laughs> we really appreciate it. And this is our way to give back to the people, you know, and uh, we've all agreed and decided we are not charging That's anybody cool. to come and meet us, you know. Yeah. So come come see the show. Come meet us after the show. We'll sign, take pictures. We'll do anything, man. Well, not anything. <laughs> Almost anything. <laughs> you, hear, you hear that, Devin? Your dad's not going to charge you to meet him. <laughs> That's amazing, dude. Okay, so again, September 30th, guys, uh, we're we're about out of here, and thank you so much for coming All up. Right, and, and again, September 30th, we'll see you guys there. All right, thanks All right. for having us, man. Good job. Yes. <laughs>